Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrell's Ultimate Sports Podcast, episode number four. Um, you know, not not too much to get into today on this one. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about Billy Joe and Canelo, some, just some headlines around boxing in May, uh, a little bit of what's next, um, and then we'll get into my predictions for Chandler Oliveira this weekend. Sucks that Nate isn't on the card because of the injury, but still a great card. I like the card, you know. Um, you know, Nate and Edwards definitely brought value to it, though. Especially Nate, you know, bringing a little more pay-per-view points. Pay-per-view's probably going to be down a little, but still can't wait for it. You know, lightweight title fight. Uh, so we're getting a little headlines to start. Canelo beats Billy Joe, who couldn't answer the bell at before the before the ninth at the end of round eight. Uh, pretty much broke his entire eye, you know. Uh, orbital bone. Uh, you think he had like four or five different fractures. So, you know, people are saying that he quit. That's that's uh that's wild to me that you could say uh he quit. That's not Billy Joe. Um Fury was even saying anybody that knows that anybody that knows Billy Joe knows, you know, that's that's not him. Uh he didn't quit. Um The doctor, you know, Billy wouldn't really say much because I think, you know, when you're in the corner you're trying to not say much because you're trying to like, okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just sitting here listening to my corner talk, trying not to answer the doctor, and the doctor says it's messed up, it's swelling quickly and his Coach stopped it. He said, I couldn't let him go. Uh, he's got a career ahead of him. He's only 30 years old, which he does. I mean, I think another, you know, he comes back, wins three or four fights, which is very likely. I think he's the second best fighter in the super middleweight division. Um, I think he can give a lot of guys trouble at middleweight. Uh, I think if wins three or four, you could see a Billy Joe Canelo rematch at some point. So, yeah, I like, um, I, I think the stoppage was right by his uh, coach. Don't let him take further day. Hard, hard enough to beat Canelo with uh, two eyes, let alone one. But yeah, big one for Canelo. Uh, I think people, I don't understand, you know, I thought the fight was closer than a lot of people thought. I went back and rewatched it twice now as a judge. I gave Billy Joe rounds one, five, six, and seven. Um, I thought it was four, four after eight, but I thought the tide was definitely turning. Even if he didn't, let's say he hit him with that uppercut and Billy Joe's eye didn't start to swell, I did think. Uh, the tide was turning in Canelo's favor after Billy Joe had kind of taken control of the fight, in my opinion, after five, six, seven. So, you know, again, Prof. Canelo is a great shot right on the eye. Beautiful uppercut. Um, he wants Caleb Plant next to unify the belts. We'll get into what's next for Canelo after um, when we get after these headlines and stuff. But yeah, it was a good fight. Um, I thought I would like to see it again at some point. I thought Billy Joe was doing very well. Judges, so I think the judges have had it. Six two. That that's ridiculous. Six two. No way, because I think Billy. If you want to go one to Canelo, okay, I, was, I could see five three maybe. Because I thought Billy Joe for sure won five six and seven. Interesting though. So Eddie Hearn says Fury versus Joshua will take place either August seventh or fourteenth in Saudi. Both for this is a two fight deal. In the first fight, both will make seventy five million. In the second fight. The uh, the winner will take a hundred million. The loser will take fifty million. So hopefully this gets done because we've heard we've seen Eddie Hearn announce a couple dates before and nothing's been signed. So hopefully this gets signed. Uh, Jake Paul will be banned from attending Floyd versus Logan Paul. Um, I kind of yeah, I, I Floyd doesn't mess around with that shit, so I'm not really surprised. That isn't. I think it's a mistake on Mayweather's part because I think you know Jake's there. It could set up a fight right after if you're to beat Logan Paul. Um, but, you know, whatever it is, what it is. 
Um, I'm not surprised that Floyd did this. He, you know, he's he's not that type of guy to fuck around with that shit. So I knew that. I had a feeling that Jake would probably. I I could have seen him being allowed to be in the back, but he would not be allowed to come out. To, you know, to the to the fight, like in his corner and stuff. Um, so yeah, he's banned from Hard Rock Arena, Hard Rock Stadium. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's Floyd. Chuck Liddell says he is down for a Jake Paul fight. Oh my goodness, Chuck. Dude, no. This is so... This, the Whoever this is put on, if it's put on in Vegas, if it's put on in Florida, if it's put on in California, if it's put on in Texas, one of these athletic commissions, or these athletic commissions actually, not one of them, all of them have to say, no, we can't. Look what happened when you fought Tito Ortiz. You got knocked out. Unconscious. It just can't happen. It can't happen. I hope it does not happen. Golden Boy could leave DAZN for Triller at year's end. I don't understand what they're doing over here because I just don't see Triller as a long-term investment. If you And I I would, wouldn't be surprised if a lot of boxers try to get out of their Golden Boy contracts. Because um, Golden Boy is signed to DAZN. So everybody that is for Golden Boy basically will fight under the DAZN banner till the end of 2021. Um, and then they could leave Triller. I don't know if it's because Oscar is going to fight for Triller and he's, you know, partnering up with them. I think it's a huge mistake. I think Golden Boy is going to realize it quickly that this is a bad, bad decision. Um, I hope it doesn't really happen because, I mean, there's a lot of good fighters. There's still some good fighters under Golden Boy. Ryan Garcia in, in particular. It's like, come on. I mean, unless they're trying to get a Ryan Garcia, Tiafimo Lopez fight, which I don't think is a good fight for Garcia yet. But I just think it's a terrible decision to leave DAZN for Trillo. DAZN puts on a pretty good show. Eddie Hearn puts on a pretty good show. So, yeah, I'm not huge on on the, that happening. So a little MMA, just quick hit, most everything. Uh, Dana White says he doesn't know if Nick Diaz has the hunger to fight again. He says, you know, I'm, I deal with these young guys that are killers that are, you know, you can just tell they're hungry. And... uh he doesn't know if Nick Diaz has it. Well, again, I'm not here to see Nick Diaz fight Hosmet Shemaev, Dana. I'm here to see Nick Diaz fight Jorge Masvidal or, you know, Carlos Condit or Robbie Lawler. I'm here to see him fight some, you know, guys that you have in the sport that are legends. I'm not. He's not making a title run at 40. So I don't even understand why this is a, you know, even a discussion. I'm not here to see him fight Hosmet. <laughs> Give him some fun fights. And then let's say he fights, let's say he first fights Carlos Condit and he beats him fairly easy. Then let's say he fights Jorge Masvidal and he beats Jorge. Then we can start talking about maybe a fight versus a Wonder Boy, a Gilbert Burns. But we're not throwing him to the wolves like that because in my opinion, Jorge Masvidal is not a championship level fighter. So I think it's a, I think it's a good fight for Nick to come back to is Jorge Masvidal. I really do. Big fight. I think it's a good fight. Dana says UFC is now targeting Ngannou versus Lewis to this summer, but... We do want to get John Jones a fight. They could also do Stipe versus John Jones, he said. That's not a bad idea. Around the same month, maybe. If you have your two pay-per-view month, the early pay-per-views in Ganu Lewis, and then the late one is Stipe versus John Jones. God, I would love Stipe John Jones. That'd be incredible. Uh, Connor wants two more fights this year, says he will stay away from family for this camp. So yeah, he said, you know, going into the last camp, you know, being around family the entire time and just hugging up on family. And, you know, he said it was tougher. He said it's it's harder. It was definitely harder to get up and go train. So this time he's away from family. They're back. Uh, I don't know where. I don't know if they're staying in Ireland and he's in Dubai. And bring, I think he's bringing the team over to Dubai. So 
I think it's good, though. You know, be in camp, be fully invested in this fight because it's a massive fight. Usman, very interested in facing the winner of Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, I told you. Colby Covington's going to get passed up. I will guarantee anything that Colby Covington is not the next fight for uh, Kamar Usman. It will be the winner of Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, for sure. Uh, Henan Ferreira's TKO win over Fabricio Verdum overturned to a no contest. So, early in round one, Verdum had him in a triangle choke. It appeared that Ferreira tapped. He tapped twice. And then Verdum kind of let go a little bit. And then Ferreira started landing bombs on him because the ref was on the other side and couldn't see the tap. It is overturned to a no contest. Each have one point in the a no contest, basically a draw. So, each will get one point in the PFL standings. Sergio Pettis wins Bellator Bantamweight title over Juan Archuleta via unanimous decision, 50-45 and 49-46, 49-46. Uh, Pettis outclassed him, I thought. I, he, just, he, was better. he was just better everywhere, in my opinion. Uh, Sergio looks so good. So good. Um, I, think he's found his, I think he's found his home. You know, I don't, you know, Bellator obviously doesn't have flyweights anyway, but I think he's found his home at Bantamweight with not having to cut. So, yeah, I think he's going to be a problem at Bantamweight. Rumble gets uh, rocked and dropped in round one, but gets KO win in round two over Jose Augusto. Sets up Nimkov fight in the semis. So now Bellator's light heavyweight Grand Prix, Grand Prix is down to the semis. It will be your champion, uh, Vladimir... Uh, is it Nemkov facing Rumble, right? Hold on. Yes, Vadim Nemkov taking on Anthony Rumble Johnson. It will be the title will be up for grabs. Even even it's every fight's five rounds, and even even though it's a tournament and you're fighting for the title, technically, every title, every fight Nemkov fights will be for the belt. So his first round fight against Phil Davis was for the title. This fight against Rumble is for the title. And then on the other side is Ryan Bader versus Corey Anderson. Um, so yeah, Rumble was rocked big time. Uh, survived, was able to get the knockout in round two. Even in the, he didn't even think he was rocked or hurt. That's how, you know, he was so, I don't know what that is, but he didn't even know. He's like, oh, I just thought I was off balance. And then they showed him the replay and he's like, oh, wow, he did catch me and I was hurt. But yeah, he was able to get, I, I thought, like I said, I thought this is a perfect fight to come back to, get your feet, uh, get your feet down. Um, he was challenged, which was good too. I didn't want to see him just run this guy over. I wanted to see him challenged still. I honestly think if he would have fought Yoel, he might've lost that fight though. Yoel, uh, hurt you. I think you're getting finished. Um, but yeah, good fight. Rumble gets it done. We'll see him fight Nemkov next. Uh, Peter Quilly gets doctor stoppage TKO after landing some nasty elbows to Patricky Pitbull in this whole Pitbull versus SBG rivalry. Peter Quilly gets the win. The Pitbull brothers say there should be a rematch. Queeley's like, no, I'm fighting Patricio Pitbull for the title next. So we'll see what happens there. I thought that's a definite win. He gashed him open. That is part of the fight game. He gashed him open. Blood was running right down his eye, right down over his eye. He could not see. That is a legit finish, a legit stoppage. They were nasty bows. I don't see the argument here. MVP scores TKO win after shattering Derek Anderson. MVP landed a beautiful Beautiful left high kick that just shattered Derek Anderson's nose. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see MVP jump in and fight a uh, guy highly ranked now in Bellator. Uh, I think Derek Anderson was a good fighter. I'm not saying Derek Anderson. This was one of his tougher fights, but I'd love to see him get tougher now. Uh, Marie, in the UFC, over in the UFC, Marina Rodriguez beats Watterson via unanimous decision, 48-47, 49-46, and 49-46. Yeah, she was just better, more technical than Watterson. Um, I was obviously rooting for Watterson pretty Picked her to win, but 
you know, Moreno's just better. And we'll get into the what's next for these fighters after. Um, Cowboy gets TKO by Alex Moreno, Morano in round one. Cowboy now 0-5-1 in his last six. Dana says he will give him one more fight because Cowboy wants to fight at lightweight. He says, let me have one more run. You know, I think if Cowboy looks really good, depend. the thing is, I think it should just be his last fight next no matter what. You know, we, we're going to have the what's next. Um, and I have a pretty good fight that I think uh, would be a good fight for Cowboy to end it, possibly. Or, I mean, maybe if maybe, maybe they fight. Um, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, rough night for Cowboy again. Uh, uh, hopefully he can bounce back and win one more to end his career. Uh, Neil Magny gets unanimous decision win over Jeff Neal, 29-28, 29-28, and 30-27. Uh, yeah, I think Neil, I picked Neil to win. I thought Neil was just better. His pressure's so good, grappling's so good. I just thought he was a better fighter. Um, so, yeah, he gets the win. We'll have a little what's next for him as well. Gregor Gillespie gets a round two TKO win over Diego Ferreira and his first fight back in two years coming off that head kick knockout loss to Kevin Lee. He is back. He looked very good, and he's right back into my top 15 in the rankings. And uh, I'd love to see him get challenged next. There's, he said, he said, I'd love to fight Islam. He says, I think I can take that guy to where, you know, he's never been tested. So I would love that fight as well. So let's get into a little what's next. Phil Hawes, who also got a win this week, unanimous decision over Dawkins. I don't think uh, Phil's ready to jump into the top 15. couple good fights, though. Julian Marquez, who's coming off a couple wins. That's the Miley Cyrus guy, you know. F- hilarious guy. Great fighter as well. That'd be a great fight. Or Andrew Sanchez for Phil Hawes. I think, you know, this is definitely a, these would two would be step-ups. So I'd like to see one of these. He's not ready for the top 20 even, in my opinion. But these would be good fights. So now my number 13th ranked, my newly ranked, my newly number 13th ranked, Gregor Gillespie. First fight, though, before even Makachev, I would say Dan Hooker. My number ninth ranked lightweight. I would love to see Dan Hooker versus Gregor Gillespie. That is that would be unbelievable. Um, and then number two, I think these are like one A one B. My number eleventh ranked lightweight, Islam Makachev. Either of these, I'm so down to see. Um, Gregor looks so good. He's he's such a talented guy, um, and he said he's ready. He's like, I'm ready. I want to fight. You know, hopefully get one or two more fights in this year and have a three fight and three fights in 2022. So he's looking for five fights in the next, you know. 18, 19 months. I love that. Um, and he's a stud, and he could win a lot of them, if not all of them. So now my number 14th ranked, Jeff Neal, dropped him down one spot. I would like to see Jeff maybe, you know, not take a step far back, but maybe, you know, get your feet back under you. So I gave him some matchups he should win, but are also still tough matchups. Nicholas Dalby would be my first one. Absolutely a tough matchup. He, I think he has a draw off Darren Till. Um, so, yeah, a, a tough matchup, but take a step out of – Fighting the top 10 right now. Number two, James Krause. Again, a fight that both these fights I'd favor Jeff Neal in, but they I think Dalby or Krause could win. Krause is very awkward. Can be tough to hit. I like James Krause, and that would be a good fight as well. So now my number 12th ranked welterweight, Neil Magny. Didn't jump him up too high. Again, my rankings are all fighters, Bellator, any organization, and I don't rank, I rank the champions. So like Kamar Usman in my welterweight rankings is number one. He's not like, I don't put him like, you know, in the UFC rankings where he's champion. Then you got Covington as one. I do him at one. So you're going to see guys lower down than what they are in their respective organizations. Magni at 12, one, Hamzat Shemaev calling him out. He said he would love Hamzat as well. If the Hamzat fight didn't go, maybe the number 10 welterweight, Vicente Luca would be a great fight. Now I think Luca is looking up, but if no one wants to fight Vicente and a lot of guys are booked up, then maybe Magni and Luca makes sense. 
Donald Cerrone. Um, you could do Michael Johnson is the one I have. Uh, I think Johnson's close to the end of his UFC career as well. I think it makes sense. Both of you know, on bat, I think Johnson's zero and four. He's lost four straight. Cowboys obviously zero five and one. Why not? I think he could be a barn burner of a fight. I think it's a favorable matchup for Donald to get a win going out. So that's what I do for Donald Cerrone. Now my number nine. Now my number nine strawweight Michelle Waterson. Uh, I'd have her. You know, number one Nina Nunez, who just lost to Mackenzie Dern, was Nina Ansaroff, of course. Obviously married to Amanda Nunez. Uh, number two, Amanda Rebos, who's coming off a loss to Marina Rodriguez as well. So those two fights make sense make sense for Michelle also. Sounds like the UFC is wanting to push Marina Rodriguez right to the top. They want a big fight for her next. So I said, all right, let's say Ioana doesn't get the Rose fight. Why doesn't Ioana get a, get a fight here with Marina Rodriguez? I think Ioana should win that fight, but it's also a fight to where the UFC loves Marina Rodriguez. And if you can beat her and take her, you know, Take her uh, steam from the UFC and put it on yourself again, and then you're ready for a title fight. Number two option, which I think is the one that makes the most sense, uh, Claudia Gadea. Again, good fight. I would favor Claudia, but I think Marina has a better chance of beating Claudia for sure than she does Ioana. But I think Claudia is the right fight. I would love to see Ioana, though. So now let's get into Canelo. What is next for him? Three options, I think. I think there's three sitting on the table. Caleb Plant is the number one option by 100 it's all on Caleb Plant now to get this done he is 21 and 0 has defended the IBF super middleweight title three times since capturing it coming off a decision win over Caleb Trax in this past December Canelo holds four of the titles Plant has the other one Canelo wants to unify it's all up to Caleb Plant now to do it Canelo's down to do it he said he'll he'll have his fight contract signed right now um so it's up to Caleb Plant now Caleb Plant, I think, kind of ducked him in the last one. That's why Billy Joe got it. He was Billy Joe was the one that wanted to fight, and he was the other super middleweight uh, title holder. So number two option, Triple G. If he wants to move up to super middleweight from middleweight, Canelo said. Triple G's 41-1-1, has faced Canelo twice. He's the reigning IBF and IBO middleweight champion. In my opinion, it should be flipped. It should be GGG up uh, 101. In my opinion, it should be one win for GGG and a draw. That's just my honest opinion. I do think Canelo will probably win the third fight. Not fairly easy, but I think you'll, you'll GG's definitely slowed down his last couple fights. So I'd like to think Canelo gets it done. I don't think he stops him because I don't think anyone's stopping Triple G. But maybe, maybe he's getting older. Maybe Canelo actually puts the nail in the coffin this time. Third one, the guy that was there live at the fight, Demetrius Andrade who said he's willing to move up to super middleweight. He's 30-0. He's the WBO middleweight champion. I think he's defended it or been the champion for like a while now. Um, he said he had a shirt that says Canelo and Billy Joe are scared to face me. Well, let's fight then. I think Andrade's a good fight. Um, I think Canelo beats Andrade and Plant fairly easy. I like Jamal Charlo. I don't think that's happening next, but I love the idea of Jamal Charlo facing Canelo Alvarez. So let's get in a little... UFC 262 predictions. So the fight card goes as vacant lightweight title bout between Michael Chandler and Charles Oliveira, a lightweight bout between Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush, a featherweight bout between Edson Barboza and Shane Burgos, a women's flyweight bout between Caitlin Chukagian and Viviana Arajo, and a middleweight bout between Ronaldo Jacare Souza and 
Andre Muniz. Um, yeah, card's kind of been damper because also what's supposed to be on this card was Edmund Shabazian and Jack Hermanson. That got moved back a couple weeks. That sucks also because that would have been on the main card for sure. Obviously, they lost Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards. Um, yeah, kind of a blow. Um, yeah, well, after this, we'll go, after this, we're going to go after, we're going to do, after these predictions, I'm going to go through the upcoming fight cards. And we'll, uh, we'll give my excitement rate for the cards. Um, so let's first go UFC. We'll go on a scale of one to 10. One to 10. Okay. So here we go. So my predictions. So how excited am I for this card? One to ten. I'm gonna go seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven. I'm gonna go seven because the probably my favorite fight or all Vera Ch- all Vera Chandler is my favorite fight. But probably my next favorite fight on the card was DS Edwards, and then probably after that, even might have been over Tony and Dariush was Sh- uh, Shabazian and um, Jack Hermanson. So that sucks also. But here we go. Middleweight bout. Ronaldo Jacare Souza, he's 26 and 9. He's on a three fight losing streak. UFC career could be on the line. Can he turn back the clock against Andre Munez, who has won six in a row? He's, he was 2 0 in Dana White's contender series, 2 0 in the UFC. I'm going to roll with Jacare to turn back the clock and get a decision win here. How confident am I on that pick? About a three. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Jacare to, to turn back the clock. In a women's flyweight bout, my number four ranked women's flyweight, Caitlin. Chukagian, 15 and 4, formal t- former title challenger, 8 and 4 in the UFC, only losses to high level high level fighters. And then Vivian Arajo, 10 and 2 on a two fight win streak. She's 4 and 1 in the UFC, by far her toughest fight to date. I think Chukagian gets it done with a round 2 TKO. Featherweight bout, my number 13th ranked featherweight, Edson Barboza, 21 and 9, won his first flyweight, won his first featherweight fight in his last contest, ending a three fight skid. He's taking on my number 14th ranked featherweight, Shane Burgos, who's 13-2, coming off a loss in a war to Josh Emmett. He's 6-2 in the UFC. I'm going to lean Barboza via decision because he's more technical, I'm going to say. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Barboza via decision because he's more technical. Lightweight bout. Could be your fight of the night. I don't see anyone getting finished in this fight. I see it being an all-out, three-round war. My number seventh-ranked lightweight, Tony Ferguson, sitting at 25-5 and five on a two-fight losing streak. Now, those losses have come to Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje. But, in my opinion, he has looked older, and he's taken a lot of damage over his career. Needs a win to stay alive for another title push. He's taken on my number 10th-ranked lightweight, Benil Dariush, who is 24-1 on a six-fight win streak. After this one, he's looking to jump into the top five against a Gaethje, a Connor, a Poirier, an Oliveira, a Chandler. This is so tough. I'm rooting so hard for Tony, but I'm going Dariush via decision. And uh, that's tough for me to say because I really want, and I, God, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I want Tony Ferguson to win so bad, but I'm leaning Dariush via decision in an all-out war. Now, vacant lightweight title bout. Michael Chandler. My number two ranked lightweight, 22 and 5, 1 0 in the UFC, KO'd Dan Hooker in round one in his debut. He is a former two time Bellator lightweight champion. I've said it for years, this man's one of the best lightweights on planet Earth. He's taking on number three, Charles Oliveira, 30 and 8 on an eight fight win streak, coming off a win versus Tony Ferguson. I think Oliveira's eight fight win streak is very overblown. I don't think it's a, if Tony, I think Tony Ferguson's his best win, and he caught Tony Ferguson on the decline, in my opinion. He did not catch Tony Ferguson. 
when Tony fought, you know, RDA or, you know, guys like that, um, or Kevin Lee, in my opinion. So he didn't, you know, he didn't catch Tony at the best time. He got Tony on the decline. So I don't think his eight fight win streak is all that spectacular. I'm going Michael Chandler via round two knockout. He will become the new lightweight champion. He will then face the winner of Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor. Unless he wants to quick turn around and face Justin Gaethje, that's possible as well. But yeah, that is my prediction. Those are my predictions for UFC 262, Chandler versus Oliveira, this Saturday, May 18th. Do not miss it. So let's get into some. We're going to go over. We're just going to look. So we're going to examine this off the top three fights, and then we'll 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 see how excited I am for it. So okay. So after this is UFC Fight Night, Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. Also on the card, Jan Jan uh, Jan Zion Jan Zion, I believe is how you say it, versus Carlos Barza. Winner could be fighting Rosnarma Yunus next. Then the next one is Jack Hermanson and Edmund Shabazian is on that card. Okay, that is about. A, I'm going to say a nine point eight is how excited I am for those three. I mean Garbrandt Font is going to be a banger. Shabazian can he bounce back against Hermanson? And then the title eliminator between Jan and Esparza, that is a 9 point, I'm going to say 9.7. I love that fight. That is UFC Fight Night, Garbrandt versus Font. So, okay, this one does not have a main event yet, I don't believe. Unless they're bump. let me see if they're going to bump up a fight. Okay, this fight night is absolute... So, I'm guessing the main event is going to be Jorginho Rosenstruck versus Augusto Sakai. And the next two best fights, in my opinion, would be Walt Harris, Mercine Tibera. <laughs> and probably Angela Hill versus Amanda Rebos. Wow. I'm going to give that one about a three and a half, about how excited I am for that one. Well, I'm going to actually say a three. 2.9. <laughs> Sorry. We're going 2.9. That is not a good card, unless they're looking for a new headliner. So here we go. This card, I can already know it's going to be a 10. So, I mean, jeez, dude. This card is, so the main card. I mean, good God, please, no fights fall through. Israel Adesanya defends the middleweight title against Marvin Vittori in the main event. The co-main event, Divison, Divison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno in a rematch for, for Figueredo's flyweight title. The third fight is Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz in a five-rounder. Then it's Damian Maya versus Bilal Muhammad. Oh, my goodness. And then Joan Calderwood and Lauren Murphy in a title eliminator fight at flyweight. Oh, 10. This is a 10. Please, no injuries. Please. MMA gods. No injuries on that card. That is a 10. I can, that pay-per-view is ridiculous. Okay, let's continue. That's June 12th. UFC Fight Night, Korean Zombie versus Dan Ige. So here we go. So it's obviously Korean Zombie versus Dan Ige. The co-main event's going to be Matt Brown, Diego Lima. Ooh. And I'm going to say it's got to be as of right now. Marlon Vera versus Davey Grant. So if those top three fights could be, a, could be very good. It's not the greatest fight night. Um, so I gave UFC 265, 262 about a 7. I'm going to give this one about a 6.8. I'm going to go 6.8. It's not high level, but it's the, those last three fights should be very entertaining. 
And I really want to put UFC... I'm going to put UFC 262 at about a 7.9, I think. That fight card's still very good. So here we go. Nice heavyweight fight. Uh, UFC fight night. Gane versus Volkov on June 26th. The main event is Cyril Gane, Alexander Volkov. Winner could be fighting Stipe, potentially. Also on this card, and this card is so watered down. Tim Elliott versus Sue Murai. Ovin St. Peru, Max, Maxim Grishin. And Warley Alves versus Ramzan Imiv. Hmm, okay, uh, this one's going to be down there as well. I'm going to probably say about... Th- I'm so excited for the main event, though. So it's going to get a 4.9 because of the main event. And obviously this one's a 10. UFC 264, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Also on this card, Gilbert Burns, Wonderboy. Sean O'Malley, Luis Smolka. Ty Tuivasa, Greg Hardy. There was another one, though. Who was the other one? Oh, potentially TJ Dillashaw. But if it's not, Jessica Ivers, Jennifer Maya. 10 for sure. Connor's on the card. And I love the co-main event. Burns and Wonderboy. Sean O'Malley's one of my favorite fighters. Greg Hardy, two of Asa. Somebody's going to sleep. That's July 10th. Now July 17th. The return of Misha Tate. Did Phil Hawes already sign for another fight? Hold on. Did this dude not just fight? He did. He's already signed for another fight immediately. Against DC's boy, Duran Wynn, on July 17th. So the top three fights are uh, Marion Renault versus Misha Tate, Phil Hawes versus Duran Wynn, and then probably Miles Johns versus Anderson DeSantos. I'm going to give it a 5-5 because I'm pumped for Phil, da- Phil Hawes. I love watching him fight, and Misha Tate back. So I'll give it a 5-5. Uh, UFC Fight Night 193. Aspen Lab versus Macy Chiasen. Miranda Maverick versus Macy Barber. Mickey Gall's back. Heinish is back. Okay, this one's not very good. We're going to go about 2-2. 2-2 now. But then this card's not completely filled out, though, either. Some of these cards aren't going to be filled out. See, like, this one only has two on it. We're not even going to go over it because, you know, Barberina's back. Okay. We're not even going to go over it, though. 265. What was the other title fight for 265 they were planning on doing? Oh, possibly Kamaru Usman going to be on this 265 card on August 7th. With Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena. See, a lot of these we can't grade anymore because there's not a lot of fights announced. Chase Sherman, okay, yeah, UFC, that's August 21st. Um, okay, no big fights for that one. 266 is obviously Jan versus Glover. Could potentially be also Derek Lewis. Ver- oh, no, so Derek Lewis and uh, Ganu 2 is supposed to be on the Nunes card. And then Usman versus his next opponent could be on the September 4th card uh, with Jan and Glover. Okay, so there's you know there's some ratings. Again, not, some of those cards just aren't finished out. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back Friday with the Unedited Podcast. Talk all things NFL. Getting close to the NBA playoffs. So we'll definitely dive into that. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Peace.